You've arrived. You've arrived. To the Nipple Whiskers Podcast with your host, Bob Dog. He doesn't like you either. Come along as he explores the shadows of yesterday's failures in order to gain the knowledge required for a better tomorrow. The journey starts now. Let's go. What's happening, folks? What's happening, folks? Ooh, I did that too fast, but we're going to live with it. We're going to live with it. I could run it back, but that ain't even in me. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Bob Dog, man. Truly want to appreciate each and every one of y'all for tuning in. Um, Man, especially those that have stuck with me. It's hard to find them. It's hard to find them, but there are some definitely real ones out there, man. My boy OMG Quads, man. My boy Storm. Um, man, I seen my boy Reed today, R-H-E-E, man. I seen a bunch, man. There's just so many people out there from Big Driver, all the big homies, you know what I mean? There's a lot of, a lot of homies in the, in the space, man. I know a lot of them, them show a lot of love. And then a lot of my real life folks, man, uh, it's interesting. It's interesting. It's interesting to find when you actually find out who's been listening. When somebody tells me something like, yeah, I was listening to your podcast. I'm like, oh shit, I didn't know you were listening. Oh man. But you know what it is, what it is. So it's my story. I'm going to tell y'all how it goes. And today's, oh man, today's subject is something I don't speak on too much. And it is going to be relationships. That's right. That's right, folks. I'm going to speak on something that I don't speak on very often because I suck at them. Um, I'm definitely not the love doctor. Um, I'm going to put that right there. But if you jump on some Whitney Houston with that, what's love got to do with it? You can probably put me right there and I'll be a background singer. I'll be dancing or something. You know what I mean? Because I definitely got my little groovy on when I was a youngster. But with that being said, I've only had really about three relationships in my life. All of them have been uh, just around five years plus. You know what I mean? under 10 but more than five so i think it was like five seven eight now i think if i added them up something like that very interesting trend it just means that i suck ass i just suck ass a little later in the relationship um with that being said you got about three of them and i'm in my mid-30s you know what i mean i got two kids um you know out of two of them kids came out of them so do we gotta watch that you know that's a bad statistic um she, but, uh, with that being said, I don't want no more. I do not want another child. Um, I'm willing to, you know, going into the next relationship that I'm, you know, I'll probably have in the future being that my current one or now over one is, you know, it's over. So it sucks, but you know, it, she definitely made it fucking clear and, uh, it sucks. You know, it really sucks. I could definitely, you know, this things about her that I can't replace and there's things about her that I really won't really won't miss but when it comes to family that that shit hurts man but with that being said before I get up on that other shit um I do want to start with just a quote that I can sum up you know the episode if I can if you're just gonna skip the whole thing the only thing that I could tell you and you only got time for one line it's actually like three lines but it could be one line but it deserves the periods never above you Never below you, always beside you. And that's by Walter Winchell. Don't know where the hell he said it, but that's what the quote reads. That to me was deep. You know what I mean? And it's a, I get into that later, I guess, but that's really where it starts and ends, I think, to sum it all up. Three sentences, I've been in three relationships. You put it like that. Um, Relationships in general. My first relationship, I don't count this one. But that one, I was really young. Um, definitely, you know, I shout out the homegirl Monique. Shout out my homie Danny. Um, still in communication with both of them today. Fourth grade, you know what I mean? Danny, my boy, I end up going. Girl, I asked a girl out. I don't know how it went down. I don't even know. I was a fool when I was a youngster. But I ended up starting dating this girl, you know, going out with her for a recess. And this is about fifth grade, I think. I think I probably said that already. But just so I go back, yeah, dating for a recess, start a recess, start dating her, da da da, chopping it up with my buddies. I tell my buddy, and uh, my buddy's like, "Yo, man, I like her." Uh, he was like, "That sucks, you know." Like, I like that girl. I was like, "You like her?" He was like, "Yeah, I do." I was like, "Wait one minute," you know what I mean? I ran up over, boom, boom, gotta go holler at her, go over, let her know, like, "Hey, I do like you. I do, you know, you're awesome and shit." But um, my homie really like you. My homie really, really like you. So my boy Danny over there, that's, that's the dude you want to holler at. So I go about my happy way. I'm move on. And the next thing, I definitely, you know what I mean? I, I had my eye on somebody, but she definitely, oh, man, she bad. She bad. But 
nowadays she's bad. Back then she was bad. I already knew. I remember when she gave me a spider for my birthday party. She didn't go, but she brought me a present anyways to school. I was like, oh, man, you can save the present. I just wanted you to be at my party. Your presence was my present. But I always remember that fucking spider. Um, With that being said, relationship-wise, yeah, that was my first one. That was like fifth grade. After that, didn't really fuck around. Seventh grade, that's when I started really, like, messing with female females and, like, getting into things, you know what I mean? Getting into cheeks and doing all the all the above, needing to actually go down and steal condoms from the 99-cent store because I was too ashamed to actually buy them, but I needed them. Um, I don't know how, I don't know how else to put it, man. I, was, I don't know why. I don't know why sex is so taboo. Everybody does it. Everybody's going to do it or plans to do it or wants to do it, and we act like it's, like, the worst thing in the world. It's very strange to me, very, very strange. With that being said, first relationship, that was uh, with my son's mom. She, we definitely kicked it off. You know, I had already gone to Vegas. So my whole growing up, I never had a relationship like that. Like jumping around places, it was always a girl or two that I would hook up with. But I, it was never relationships. I was always moving around, bouncing schools. I never really had that level. Um, there were girls that I would call after school, you know what I mean? I'd hook up with this girl, hook up with that, but... It was never like a steady relationship. It was always weird. I don't know if it's because my mom left my dad right around fourth grade, maybe third, fourth grade. And after that, like, I just, you know, didn't trust them. I grew up with four older sisters and a lot of them, I mean, all four of my sisters were on drugs at some point. So I kind of saw the worst of that when I was just young growing up. My first drug experience, I probably said it on here before, but I just remember grabbing my t-ball bat, telling my sister, like, I'll protect you and she was hearing, you know, car stereo from the dude trying to come get her. And I'm like, I don't hear nothing, but I'll, I'll protect you. And dad's got guns. And my dad's like, get out of the house. You know, he, he knew what was going on. So I just saw kind of women in general in a different sense. Um, I grew up differently. Um, I definitely had a very strong female role model in my grandma. Um, RIP Donna Cook, man. Man, I love my grandma. Shouldn't even probably, you know said her name because now nah, it'd be linked and do blah, blah, blah. But man, her name deserves to be said. I love my grandma with all my heart. Um, she was a school teacher for, you know, many years and it was weird growing up and having my friends in communicate, you know, they were her students. And when they find out, you know, not, not through last name or anything, when they find out that, you know, that was my grandma, people trip out. Um, it's, it's, Amazing. So I, d- I definitely saw a strong, independent, a very financially smart woman. She raised my aunt and both of my aunts who were also very, you know, very good careers, very solid, you know, everything going. Um, one of my aunts, RIP, she decided life wasn't worth living and uh, shot herself with a gun that my brother and I spoke with her about and told her about on Christmas because she was asking what's a good gun. If she goes shooting, she wants to buy one. Da, da, da. And she had been shooting with us before when we were kids, so it was nothing different to us. But definitely, you know, even in her suicide note, she definitely wrote, you know, that she wanted the gun to go down to my little brother because she knows that he really liked that. Da, da, da. We never, you know, he never got it or anything, but it was just interesting things how that happens. Um Love, love all of them, love all of them. And then my other aunt, man, she was very, she's very successful still to this day. She's retired, but she's going around doing seminars, getting banked. She worked with the governor up in Sacramento. She was doing her thing um, for years, 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 years. So I don't know, man. I don't know what the recipe is, but I can tell you that my mom, she had a different upbringing. She was kind of the problem child growing up from what I hear. She was the youngest child, but she actually got kicked out of the house and had to move to Iran. Yes, in the Middle East. She moved to Iran with her dad, um, my grandpa, who was in the Air Force. Grandpa, awesome man, RIP. Um, I really don't know if he was an awesome man in here that he was a piece of shit for most of, you know, my mom's life and stuff, but my communications with them were always genuine, and I remember them like they were yesterday. Um, definitely RIP. Not sure, you know, what they're history is or if I can say he was an awesome man but I can just say you know he he existed I definitely met him and um man much love much love so back to my you know my mom she was definitely she was around she was a PTA mom fully involved in school we were you know always going out riding out going out camping doing our thing and uh she got a job 
she hated her boss. I remember she used to come home just talking shit, talking about how this dude was so mean, this dude this, this dude that. I remember those conversations. Next thing I know, she's going on a business trip. Um, my dad took him, took us to the airport. I remember going and I saw a big-ass alien head. It was plastic, and inside were lollipops. And I remember just seeing the alien head, and I was tripped out by it. I actually think I ended up with an inflatable alien at some point in my life, probably not from the airport, but that's on some other shit. And I remember my dad told me when we were at the airport, and he was like, that's your mom's new boyfriend. And we had just met my mom's boss, the one that she had always said was an asshole and talking shit. We had just met him, his wife, possibly his kids were there. I don't really remember. No, I don't think his kids were there. But we definitely met his wife, and, you know, he met, they met. So wife and husband met wife and husband and kids, and we dropped her off. And next thing you know, yeah, they were definitely hooking up in New Orleans. But as we were in the candy shop, you know, my dad told me, that's your mom's new boyfriend, and he fucking knew it. That had to be so hard, man. I think about it all the time, and I'm like, fuck, man, they had to fucking kill him. Oh, man. Um, you know, so I, I, I did experience that as a youngster, so I'm not sure how much that plays into this. Y'all can judge. So when it comes to my own relationships, my first one was definitely my baby mama after I got back from Vegas. Man, I lived a whole life out there. Um, big shout out, Letitia, definitely. And my homegirl out there, definitely, you know what I mean? Held it down while I was out there, but that's what I mean. Not a girlfriend. There's no girlfriend involved. It's just. I just always had friends around, definitely always had friends around, which is, you know, probably what will happen going from here forward, hopefully. That's what I planned on going on the last time, but, you know, my ex now, it sucks to even call her that, my baby mama, I don't know what the fuck to call her, but um, that one was definitely unexpected, did not even want to go into a relationship, but she just fell so head over heels, and she was just, she was in love, man. I was nobody to break her heart. She was worth loving. Um, I knew that from the get-go. I did know that, and I definitely don't regret any of it, so I can say that on solid ground. With that being said, to the first relationship, shit, I had to be 12, fuck, um, 17. I was a minor. I think I was a minor, actually, tripping back, but yeah, maybe I was 17. Yeah, damn, that's a trip. So I'm tripping out, man. I thought I was older when I was in Vegas and everything. So, yeah, I was 17, probably 17, 18, when I got my first relationship. I was 17, I think. I don't remember my 18th birthday. Can't tell you what I did, but I can tell you what I didn't do, drugs. Um, With that being said, got a relationship when I was youngster, 17. I think we had a kid when we were 20. So, yeah, about three years in, and we ended up right around five years. Um, My son was almost two. So... It was interesting, definitely interesting. I was young, dumb, and full of cum, to say the least. Uh, I was out. Man, when she got into my MySpace or whatever it was back then, dude, I had so many girls in there, and she was just, she had every reason in the world to cry and hate me. Um, I was a cheating fool. I knew I was a cheating fool. It was always a problem. Like, I loved her with all my heart, and like I said, I've never been a relationship guy. Any of the girls that I did bang back in the past, I mean, I banged once, maybe twice, but I had a three-hit rule. After three times, somebody's catching feelings, whether it's you or them. I don't care what the fuck you say. That is a legit statement. I've been through it enough times. I've been through enough walls, you know, more walls than asbestos. And, man, I do not like it. It leads to problems, especially if only one person catches feelings. It is a shitty feeling on either end because I don't like breaking hearts and I don't like my heart broken. Um, and I've, I hate when I disappoint people. And that is, you know, how this last relationship kind of came about. I definitely wasn't ready for it. I just got out of a relationship where, fuck, I loved my ex, man. But that snitching shit when detectives got on me, it's over. It's done. It's it's legit. I don't give a fuck what you are, what you, where you came from. I'm just so thankful we didn't have a kid, so I didn't have to associate. Um, First relationship. Youngster, I cheated on her so many times. It was disgusting. Um, I was definitely a partier. I was, you know, not going to school. I would just chill around have a bunch of people over, girls over, guys over, just chilling, everybody, you know, blowing, just doing our thing, partying, everybody young, young, and she would just started ditching school to come over, come to my house. I would get so mad, like, no, you got to go to school. You need to get your education so we can, you know, bank on that. Like, this is no place for you to be. And she's like, but you got girls here. Da, da, da. So it was justified. I'm not mad at her. I totally get it. Um, she was there, you know, the day that we wrapped a, Nissan 240 around a telephone pole like two streets from my house and then the police showed up and the homies there he was getting his head shaved 
half of his head is just bleeding out the side of it because my brother, he didn't want my brother to buzz it first, you know, alcohol. But with that being said, good days, good days, definitely good days. But I was an idiot back then. I definitely had some anger issues. Um, definitely had some anger issues. She she was definitely had some fucking problems of her own. As, you know, the past, shit, man, her next relationships were fucked. So I, I actually made it out decent. I can't even hold myself responsible. But she'll tell you probably that I did it to her. And I'm sure that the next two would probably agree as well. But with that being said, um, we had a lot of years. We had a lot of years together. And then, uh, you know, we were living with my sister. My sister was a heroin junkie that had her shit together. And I mean, heroin junkie that worked at, you know, a pharmacy doing her thing um, would tell us that she wasn't on heroin, but there would be a new bag of heroin every other day and on top of the ice inside the freezer. So it was just like we get, it, you know, giant black spots in the roof from squeezing the the air out of the syringe and shit and squirting on the, the roof. So it was just life how we knew it. You know what I mean? Drugs are just part of my life really growing up. So we lived there. Um, it, my sister had it together. I mean, she would nod out in the back, but it was nothing crazy. She had a boyfriend that was traveling with the rock band and shit. So he'd come back every so often, a couple months, come back. Oh, man. Love that guy. Good guy as well. Um, yeah, so we were living there, and she told me that, you know, her dad had six months to go of cancer. He was going to pass away. With that being said, let me go back to because we were pretty we were done by this point. Um, it was real, man. It was real, and we were shit. I got heavily involved in church at some point. Um, because of her, she brought me to a team impact where it was like these strong men that like broke boards and shit over their legs, and they like ripped phone books, and it was cool. It was real cool, but it was at a church, and and then I started going to that church every Sunday, and then I linked up and started doing MMA, and the MMA was actually linked to a church, and then it was just church, church, church. So I got super overwhelmed in church, like not overwhelmed, but I was fully engulfed, like Christian church, by the way, um, fully engulfed. It was wild. It was it was great time. It was a really great time, actually, to be honest. And at one point, I got so close with my pastor that he actually lent lent me um, for my family a minivan. And that was, that was big. I actually ended up living in that minivan, um, long story short. And yeah, yeah, that shit was real. With that being said, there was definitely some crazy ass parties in that shit. Some kind of little orgy type things going on. There was some, it was going down, you know what I'm saying? But with that being said, only one girlfriend, um, shit, we used to pick up a bunch of girls from the raves. Y'all know who y'all are. Hopefully you're not on listening to my shit. Cause y'all hate me by now. That's a whole nother story. That's where the Bob dog comes into play, man. I used to be dropping. Mm, 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 not, no, over seven years. I used to be picking girls up and we go chill down at the beach or whatever. We'd be chilling and we spend the night, do whatever. And the next day we drive off, go to get breakfast and I'm gone. Like I'm, I'm going to feed you maybe, you know what I mean? But at the same time, I ain't driving all the way the fuck back to LA. That's another hour that way. I got to go an hour that way. That's fucking two, two hours and some change. You know what I mean? Like we got to go. I was definitely a fool. Definitely did that at the same location multiple times. I'm sure that those employees was like, this motherfucker again. Like, I already, man, 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 man. I'm saying too much now. But um, with that being said, yeah, me and that lady, man, me and that baby mama, we was going through some shit over at that house. But uh, at the same time, I was super involved in church, and I was talking with my pastor. You know, I talk, we, we'd talk amongst each other in just groups. So it wasn't always with my pastor, but I'd talk to the church. And I would tell them the truth, you know what I mean? Like, I was fully in love. I, we looked at wedding dresses. Like, we were really planning on doing the wedding thing and everything. Like, I was ready. I had a kid, and, like, I had a, a purpose. I was really ready. I didn't want to party no more. I didn't want to do nothing. I just wanted to be a family guy. Like, I love my kid. There's nothing more important to me. But with that being said, fucking change, man. My baby mama before that, we never fucking partied. She never partied. Every once in a while, she'd come out with me, you know, blah, blah, blah. But we never fucking partied. After the baby was born, she just wanted to party, man. She always wanted to fucking party. So eventually, it got to the point where it's like, I'm not going to party. Like, we need a babysitter. I'll babysit. You can go out and party. Like, I'm not tripping. So she'd go out and party. One thing leads to another. I start seeing the signs, you know what I mean? Like, we'd still lay together. We had a couch, so we didn't really have much of a choice. But we'd lay together on the couch and shit and 
phone was just going off too much, man. But even before that, I was telling, you know, just people at church, I don't want to be with her no more. Like, I know the church wants us together, blah, blah, blah. It was always the same shit from them. Just hold on. God's got a way. You know what I mean? Keep praying, blah, blah, blah. And then there was just a day when I opened her phone. You know what I mean? I took her phone. That's what happened. I remember we were just going off, and I was like, this is bullshit. Like, I know you're fucking cheating. Like, da, da, da. I ended up taking her phone. Now, that's coward move. I get it. And uh, I make it down the street, and I make it to the high school. I jump on the bleachers. And I'm sitting there, and I'm going through it, and there ain't shit there. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? Like, thought for sure. Like, for sure, for sure. So I'm sitting there, man. I'm fucking confused. I'm like, fuck, now what the fuck do I do? I go through it again. You know what I mean? There's not shit there. I'm like, fuck, man. Fuck, what do I do now? I got to walk back to the house. So as I'm walking back to the house, you know, walk of shame. Fucking phone vibrates and it says, hey, babe, or hey, baby, I forget. I was just like, oh, yeah, there it is. You know what I mean? She was fucking good. She had that shit hidden down. It was saved under her friend's name. I remember it was Brittany. And I was just like, oh, this shit right here, man. This shit right here. So it just, it it is what it is. You know what I mean? It's just, it's funny now, now to think back on that name because that shit's associated with what the fuck I just went through. But with that being said, um, She's probably laughing, too, if she were to fucking listen to this. But, uh, shit, man. Yeah, that bitch, that shit. Um, so, yeah, I just let her know, like, this shit ain't gonna happen. I don't know where you're going, but I gotta go my way. You gotta go your way. She ended up moving in with some church folks or something. And, man, we, we lived with some church folks before and some tweakers and, like, a kind of like a halfway house type thing for people out of prison. And it was fucking nuts. But with that being said, um... Baby mama's living somewhere else, and one day she lets me know, hey, my dad has six months to live. I want to go to Washington. I'm like, you know what? We're not doing shit here. Like, I can't provide a house for anybody. You know, I see my son as much as I can. But with that being said, she had him at some skinhead's house. Not skinhead, some fucking weak-ass fool's house. And uh, that had just got kicked in by the skinheads like a week before. They had everybody at gunpoint with 12 gauges, blah, blah, blah. Find out my son's there, so now I'm there with 12 gauges. It, Wilding, you know what I mean? Like, shit had to change. I knew if somebody was going to prison, it wasn't good, blah, blah, blah. Um, so, with that being said, we kind of, we split ways. She went to Washington, and within that, you know, fuck, her fucking dad just died, like, two years ago or some shit. The motherfucker was alive for, like, eight more years. Him, him and I didn't get along anyways, but basically, she goes up there. She gets knocked up. For those that don't know, the fucking... Dad of that baby goes out, fucking he ends up murdering fucking two kids and their mom and fucking killing himself and on some stupid shit, man. And the next dude, he goes to fucking jail and the next dude, he fucking kills himself on some. So before I take responsibility for that woman, I'm going to tell you right now, she's the white widow, not me. I ain't the fucking problem. That lady right there, the white widow, man. I'm telling the truth, man. I put my, my hand on whatever fucking book you want, man. I, I, I stand by that one. With that being said. Yeah, she goes up there. That happens, you know what I mean. And it was that relationship was done. Really, it was after that. It was it's done. Once I don't trust somebody, it's 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 a wrap. It's a wrap. The trust is a big thing, definitely. Um, but I understood one hundred percent. She shouldn't have trusted me. She had no reason to trust me, and I understand that completely. Um, that one ended. Go about my ways. Oh shit! Let's jump back to that day when I ran up on that house. You know what I mean for my son. Blah blah blah. There was another girl there, I guess. I didn't I didn't see her or pay attention in any way, shape, or form, but there was another girl there. I guess she saw me. I didn't see her. She just knew I was there for my kid. And later in life, after, you know, I split up with my ex, I'm chilling at a hot tub, meet some girls over there, um, chopping it up. I didn't know who she was. She knew who I was. Next thing I know, one thing, Lisa, she slept at my house for, once I found out who she was and that she knew you know, was associated with that group. I didn't fuck with her. I mean, I didn't fuck with her at all. She could be around, but I mean, I would literally let her sleep in my bed. I would not be around her. I would just, Hey, if she's here, I'd be like, you could take my bed. I'm gone. I'd be sleeping on the couch or whatever in another room. She can chill with my brother and his girl, whatever. I'm, I'm out. So next thing I know, I, I can't tell you how it happened. We were all drinking, woke up. I was next to her. And from that day forward, basically it was just she was awesome. She was very, very uh, energetic, very outgoing. You know what I mean? We're very outgoing. And um, I learned a lot. I learned a lot in that relationship. She was awesome. She was definitely an alcoholic. She definitely, you know, smoked a lot of pot. My first one, first lady, she did not smoke pot. She did not really drink. Um, 
she's she can't handle drinking i could put it that way but you know she didn't drink much and the second one she was an alcoholic she was strict full-blown we were drinking talk hands at 8 a.m man we'd be drinking drinking but with that being said a lot of fun very outgoing um definitely like raced rc cars even which is weird because i picked up that habit later with my son um it was a very fun thing i was hoping that he bonded to it but he didn't like it like i did so i actually sold him but with that being said i've tried a lot of things lately just trying to get him into something just to find what he loves it's harder to do than you know people think but with that being said i'm open to ideas and for the person that asked me about politics um i don't really believe in that uh very much you know what i mean i understand like you want to talk democrats and all that shit but like i don't care man i don't believe in my vote i don't believe in it so it's to me it's like watching a sitcom i have no power over it i can sit back and watch it kind of like the kardashians but it's really not going to affect me you know going forward it's out of my control i think my you know cash is king and that's on a whole nother note but with that being said back to relationships um i did get that question though i did see it i wanted to get back to you Second relationship, it was a blast. It really was. We did a lot of shit, man. We started, I started going to amusement parks for the first time in my life. I started doing all types of things. I learned not to drink and go to Six Flags because once you start going upside down and loop-de-loop, man, that shit fucks your stomach up. Um, but, yeah, it was, a, it was a blast. You know what I mean? And she, she was a blast. Um, we definitely had some hard times, but it was, you know, more good than hard. And uh, she was freaky, man. Was, but not even freaky, not, not, to the, not like white girl freaky, not like the ex freaky or the you know, not like on the, some other shit freaky, but on some freaky, like, uh, she, she was fire, man. I ain't gonna lie. She had like a golden pussy. That shit, that shit was not fair to motherfuckers. I don't know. Some of y'all real ones, y'all will know if y'all been through a lot of shit, y'all know, but otherwise, yeah, y'all, y'all don't know what the hell I'm talking about, but yeah, I found one of them golden ones. So, um, but yeah, the rest, not, I mean, it was, it was cool in that sense, but I can sum that story up and just say that, you know, the last night, we were out at a club and I ended up, she, you know, she did, she definitely had some trust issues and I definitely now see, I can't say, I don't remember exactly if I cheated in this relationship that, that relation, the second relationship, I probably did. So let, let's go ahead and say that, but I don't think, you know, and definitely, I don't think, I, no, 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 I don't think I got busted cheating in that one. So, but I'm, I'm sure that there were signs, you know what I mean? But I don't think I got busted cheating in that one. But with that being said, I did have like booty call. Even when I met her, she knew that I had booty call like across the street. Like I said, I always had friends. Like, so she did know about them, and uh, I, I cut them off as soon as you know me, her and I began like a serious relationship. Kind of pissed her off because like my main one, I had to take to the movies, and then while we were at the movies, I told her, and she just like started crying and shit. But I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like you be sleeping with dudes all the time. I'm I'm sleeping with people all the time. We ain't ain't shit. But yeah, I can't really like holla at you. I can't be sleeping with you no more because you know. I'm making this commitment, but with that being said, it's not like I couldn't talk to her. I could definitely talk to her, but I just wasn't our booty call no more. She could hit up when she came back from the club because I was right across the street. And even when I wasn't across the street, we traveled cities to go see each other. My down ass chick, you know what I mean? She was she was cool as fuck, man. Good friend of mine still to this day. And uh, with that being said, congratulations. I think she just had another baby, um, her and her husband, and love seeing you know what she's done with her family and all that shit go down. Her husband definitely has a jealousy thing towards me. She's not allowed to talk to me. So that has to be done on the low, which is like, man, that's just sad. But with that being said, I, I respect what they do to the fullest. I ain't even trying to fuck with her like that. Um, but like I said, I don't have that. It's a little different with me and most of my friends accomplished, you know, and my friends along the way. Second relationship, man, that shit was real, man. So she definitely had a little trust issues. But one day we went out with my coworkers now. I'd be chilling, you know, i chill with some folks, man. i chill with some, you know, we, we some ghetto-fired motherfuckers, man. We'd be getting down with the get down. With, let me just put it that way. We definitely all, you know, been in, been behind bars and done our thing, man. We, we better be down. If you're rolling with me, you better be down. So, with that being said, anybody I roll with, especially I don't go to a bar or club, you better be down because I've definitely had homies that stood there as it was a two-on-one. But even when I asked, why aren't you doing anything, he said, well, I you had it. You had it covered. I'm like, man, you a bitch, like. You know, I don't care if it's two-on-one and I got it covered. You still better jump in, motherfucker. But with that being said, it makes for a better story. Um, yeah, so we're at the bar. We're chilling at the club. I got, you know, a couple of my coworkers with me. They got their ladies with them. Me and my lady, we're out dancing on the dance floor doing our thing. Well, first we went, you know, grabbed a beer. It was a long-ass line. Finally get up there, a big fat dude. 
grab a beer. I give them a $3 tip, go out. We do our thing. We're drinking our beers, dance floor, blah, blah, blah. Go back. You know what I mean? Chill with the coworkers at the dance floor, go back, grab another beer. At this point, I'm not going to lie. It was a hot chick and uh, there was a hot bartender and no line. So I walk up, grab my beers. Boom. I give her $4. You probably wonder how I remember these numbers. Them motherfuckers are branded across my face with a slap this bitch put on me. But I'm going to get to that. Um, give her $4. Boom, boom. Get a smile. Give a smile. Walk away. We out there on the dance floor. I realize she's mad. I can tell by the way she's dancing. She ain't fucking with me. She ain't feeling something. So I'm like, what's up? Pull her aside. She just starts going off. And mind you, we're standing right by the bar that I just tipped this girl at. And like I said, there weren't many people in line. So I can't tell you what she was doing. But I'm standing there doing my thing, talking with her. Like, what's, what's wrong with you? da da She's like, you gave that that you gave that girl four dollars and you gave him three dollars. I don't know why the fuck you do that. Why? Because she's hot. Da-da-da. And I was like, no, not even like there was no line. Da-da-da. But I was like, I don't know. Maybe maybe she greeted me with a smile or something. I don't know why I gave her four. I didn't even fucking think about it. Maybe it was because she was hot. Fuck if I know. Boom. Slap across my face. Boom. Just straight in the in, you know, in the club. I'm like, oh, no, I ain't doing this. Like, I can't do this right now. So I was like, I'm gone. I was like, you can get your shit out the car or whatever, but I'm gone. She's like, let me get my shit. I'm like, get your shit, man. And like most people tell you, I don't, I don't, I don't try to corner anybody. I'm not going to be cornered. You'll never corner me. And I'm not going to be cornered. I won't corner anybody. I really try not to. Um, so I walk her all the way out to my car. She gets her shit, her purse and everything. She goes back in at this point. I haven't told my coworker shit. You know, this shit happened so fast. I just walked out. Um, cause when I'm out doing shit, I'm out doing shit. I don't babysit nobody. All of my exes will tell you, like, I don't babysit you. When we're out, I'm not a babysitter person. Like, I'm not good at it. I just want to go out and enjoy my own fucking time. Like, I, I, especially with my ex, like, I love everything that we did together. I wish we could have done more. But it was like everything we tried to do, it was all cut short. I literally went up to Victorville and tried to have a party with my nephew and my family. She lasted maybe two hours, man. It was supposed to be like a nighttime thing. She didn't even last till the sun went down two hours. She's out throwing up, lost a shoe. I got to go find her shoe and shit. Like, she'll tell you. I mean, I found her in a dog bowl. I probably still got that picture somewhere. But um, it's some interesting shit. She, she can't handle the liquor. So I didn't drink with her much. And when we did go out clubbing, man, and this is when I first met her. So she, she, she should have had a tolerance at this point. I don't know what she was up to, but she always told me she was drinking, smoking, doing her thing, selling this, selling that. When I actually got with her, she didn't sell shit. I don't know who the fuck she talked to or did what, but... I never saw her sell a goddamn thing. Um, she did have a lot of wax, but we used to blow it. All right, with that being said, with that being said, um, fuck, what was I babbling about? Mm, mm, mm. Oh, yeah, X. Got her shit out the car. She goes back in the bar. I turn my phone off because I already know this bitch is going to call me. I cruise home. Boom, go home. Probably sit back, smoke a blunt or something, go to sleep. Wake up in the morning, turn my phone on. I got voicemails. I got voice voicemails from my coworker. I got a bunch of voicemails from her crying like, what happened? You fucking left me here. Da, da, da. And then the next thing you know, she's fucking, oh, my God, I can't believe it's fucking crying. You know, the first one, she was mad. Like, you fucking piece of shit. You turned your phone. By the end of it, she's fucking crying. I can't believe you left me here. Da, da, da. Yeah, uh, she learned real quick. I don't fuck around. But with that being said, my coworker also called me like, yo, bro, call me. Call me when you like call me ASAP. So I knew something happened. So I called him, figure out what's cracking. Well, something was cracking, and it was motherfucking jaws. You know what I mean? Motherfucker got their jaws broke. Um, yeah, I guess she went back in, and she went to talk to a group of guys, I guess, or something. I'm not really sure on the details. I never really got them. I never asked no questions. But I guess my homies, my partners, they wanted to ask some questions. So they walked up on the table, I guess, or whatever, and they started asking what's going on. I don't know exactly what led to what, but... uh yeah, there was three on three, and one of them ended up drinking, you know, eating meals through a straw. You know what I mean? And they just got their ass whooped. And my three amigos, I guess they whooped ass. So they end up leaving. You know, I mean? everybody made it out without any repercussions. Um, but I find out what happened. I'm like, all right, all right, figure it out. I'm like, well, this is some bullshit. You know what I mean? Um, life goes on. You know what I mean? So. I'm still kind of fucking with her a little bit, like, on the side, but we're not really serious now. This shit's really bad, you know what I mean? Because, like, you just you just got, you know, you just slapped me in public and shit. Like, this shit's fucked up. So we were already fucked up, right? So I'm at work maybe, like, two weeks later. Did I make it into work? No, I didn't make it into work. So I'm sitting at home. I work 
second shift. So I go in at like 1 p.m. Next thing I know, my phone's blowing up. But it's like my morning shift guys, they start at 5 a.m. So they're calling me and shit. And I'm like, what's, what's these motherfuckers calling for? I'm like, what's up, man? They're like, hey, man, the police are here, detectives. Like, they they here looking for you. Don't come in. I'm like, what are you talking about? Next thing I know, the plant manager sends me a text message talking about, don't come in. I'm like, what is, what's going on? I don't even know. But now, at this point in my life, I'm involved in a lot of shit. I've done a lot of robberies. I've done a lot of shit, man. So I don't know what these guys are here for. I have no fucking idea. I'm like, oh, man, what the fucking detectives all over my shit? Like, now I got to leave my house and do it. But I'm like, fucking, I'm going to work, right? So I do go into work. I go into my 1 p.m. shift. I'm chilling there. And next thing I know, I see the detectives, detectives and two uniform officers with my you know, plant manager come walking through, like walking right up to me. I'm like, hey, motherfuckers, here we go. Sure enough, they pull me inside, and they're like, hey, da-da-da. They ask the secretary, and they say, hey, is there a room that we can speak with him in? She's like, yeah, use this main conference room. I'll let the owner know that, you know, it's occupied. But when he said it, I was like, no, no, we don't have anywhere to talk. We don't have anything to talk about. And he's like, no, no, you want to talk to me. So that's when she was like, you can use this conference room. We go sit down. And he's like, so tell me what happened, you know, why were you, you know why we're here? And I was like, I have no fucking idea why you're here. He's like, you don't take a guess. I was like, fuck no, I'm not incriminating myself. Like, you're a fucking fool. He's like, what happened, you know, at such and such? He names a place. I'm like, oh, like, I don't, like, whatever happened there, you guys got on camera. Like, I don't know nothing about that shit. And they're like, yeah, did it. And, they, you know, he started asking me. And then uh, he asked me, he said, so, so who's this person? And it was one of my coworkers. He said, just the first name, though. But I knew he was one of the guys there. And uh, here's where they fucked up. So when they first walked, before they walked me in, when they first sat me down, they said, hey, and they called me Bobby. Now, most people, anybody at my job, they all call me, you know, it's a government name, government name. And uh, there's only one person in that mother, you know, associated with these motherfuckers that would call me that. Everything else on paperwork, it's all my legal name. You know what I mean? Nobody calls me that. Very few people to this day call me that, unless you knew me when I was younger. Um but they called me that. And that's what the that's what my lady at the time called me. So right away it was like a red fucking flag. They were like, Hey Bobby, you know why we're here? As soon as they said that, I was like, I do now. Like, I fucking do in my head. But I was just like, I have no idea, you know, went through with the process. But um they eventually asked me, like, you know, who's this person? And I'm like, I'm 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 gonna need a lawyer. And that's when he was like, You really wanna do this? I was like, Yeah, I'm gonna have to do that. He's like, well, the next time I see you, will be in fucking court. Da, 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 da. You're fucking making a mistake. And I was like, that's cool. I'll see you there, man. I'll see you there. So I just went back to work, carrying on my business. Never heard another fucking word from them. I did get subpoenaed a couple of times on some shit, but I didn't really check up on and see what it was. I think I was out of state when I was getting the notices, so I didn't really care. If they came and found me out of state, then that's on them because it was hard as fuck to find myself. Um, half the time, you know, the whole the little city I was in, population like 600 people, man. You could ask the ex-lady, man. My fucking cell phone went off for like three days. No signal. We couldn't make no phone calls, no text messages. You couldn't dial 911 if you needed to. No internet. Even that shit was out. It was wild because um, I did have internet and I couldn't even use Wi-Fi. Nothing. Oh, it was wild. Wild, wild that little town. Um, life outside of a big city, I guess. That was a little-ass city. But with that being said, good luck finding me. That's what I was saying. There was nothing in my name. You you're going to show up in that little ass town and ask where the little white boy is. You might have luck, but I was in Texas. So good luck. Yeah. These motherfuckers, um, you know, they, they brought in, but after that I, I heard the name Bobby and just where they were talking about. And I was like, there's only one person associated. There's only one person that can't be. So I did talk to her one time, you know, after that face to face. And I just asked her, like I pulled up and I was like, Hey, I got something to ask. And we were just talking, you know, having typical day. Um, and I just asked her, like, I got something to ask you, like, why would the, and I told her, like, the detectives came to my job, and she was like, oh, really? She was like, yeah, they've been, they've been bugging me, or what they said, they they've been harassing me, too, I believe she said, word for word, but I was like, what do you mean? And she was like, they've been calling me nonstop, dude, I was like, calling you? I was like, they came to my job, and she was like, and just, like, had, like, a big-eyed look. And I was like, why the fuck would they be calling you? Like, and how do they know you? You know what I mean? I'm like, this is shit. everything just added up. It was like, you fucking snitch ass coward, man. Like I wasn't even there, but yeah, detectives there. Cause I'm the link to the people that were involved. I get that shit. You know what I mean? But this bitch put me there. You know what I mean? I, my car was parked around the corner blocks away. So they definitely didn't have that on no camera. So no, fuck off. Um, snitch ass bitch. 
With that being said, she, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. Bitch, I'm gone. I'm gone. I'm gone. I'm gone. That was, you know, I ain't fucking with you no more. We can cut that off because you is. And, uh, yeah, that was about that one. So that's how the second one ended, which was fucked up because, man, me and that girl, man, we was, we was pretty solid. She was an amazing person. She would have been a shitty mother figure. Funny story about this bitch. Um, I can call it that now that y'all know the story. She was there the night that I pulled up on my first baby mama. So she was there the night that I pulled up tripping out because my son was at that house unsafely. You know what I mean? I pulled up with my gauges and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm taking my kid out of this situation. She was there. She witnessed that. Come to find out, I guess she went to a club or bar with my baby mama and my baby mama. Now she, my first one, she was by fully. You know what I mean? She loved girls just as much as she loved guys. So to this day, I think she's she's a lesbian. So I don't, you know, to no surprise. But with that being said, I guess my my baby mama had pushed my second girl into a bathroom stall and like tr- attempted to make out with her, and she pushed her away. Like no, no, like I'm not into that. Like that's not me. I I don't do that shit. And uh, yeah, she wasn't into girls, so she just wasn't into girls. But that pissed my baby mama off. So with that being said, the entire time that I dated the next chick, I never once heard from. I got to see my son or be even associated with my son. It was just shit, man. But as soon as that bitch was out the picture, baby mama was coming down, moving to Cali. Like, it's on some other shit. It's just sick, demented power trips that women do with children, and it's fucking disgusting. But I don't want to get on that tip right now. I want to stick on relationships so y'all can learn from my shit. Um, Mind you, second relationship, yeah, I I was pretty bad. I I, I was decent. Um, I was definitely less social than she was which was saying a lot now because my last relationship i was definitely more social than she is so i've I've taken a big step um i definitely i'm one of the most social people you can find it's definitely different but man 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 i love life i love life so second relationship that ended like that boom that was the end of that um don't fuck with her easy to block ain't fucking with that bitch you know what i mean Police involved, all types of shit. But, uh, yeah, that, that one ended on a very sour note. From that day forward, it was just all bafuki. Um, coming from that one, mind you, I didn't have to say shit. Didn't never did shit. Uh, the homie that actually threw the dope-ass punch, he is, you know, last I knew, he's still unscathed years later. You know, nobody ever fucked with him, never got a name. Other one that was involved, he actually turned himself into the authorities, believe it or not admitting to hitting somebody and i heard i remember him getting house arrest i heard he was gonna do some time even just because he went and admitted you know what i mean and that has nothing to do with me i told him like i don't know what the fuck you you went down and admitted some shit for you crazy bro they ain't getting shit out of me um not where i'm from you know what i mean so plus those are my guys man i was supervisor these guys worked under me they busted their ass we were out celebrating like man i, I felt so fucking bad for putting them in that predicament i would have done anything for those guys um especially say nothing that's that's, i wasn't gonna say nothing anyway especially if i owe it to you um but with that being said their relationship i just got out of relationship i'm out out with the homie he's doing a little performance he's a little hip-hop dude he's doing performance and i see a girl in the crowd she's got a dude with her and she's she's fine i ain't gonna lie man big old titties fine little body you know what i mean um real short hair something like I don't know what the fuck. I want to say Laura Croft looked for some reason, but I don't even think Laura Croft had short hair. But she had some, like, short hair and shit. But uh, not, like, short, short, but it was, like, just under, I mean, maybe her chin line or some shit. It was a fine little thing. But she was with her man, you know what I mean? But I could just tell, like, even when we went out front, we were all blowing on some blunts and shit. We were just chilling. I could just tell the way she was looking across the thing. I was like, yeah, she wants to get it, like, for sure. So we riding back. I remember we riding with the homies because I just went with the homies. So we riding back. I was actually hollering at the door girl. Um... I was like, shit, I was, I was at her, at her. It was, it was dope. She was definitely the opposite. So the one that was looking at me, little skinny bone Jones, like, cool. The one that I was hollering at, thick, thick, like, on another shit, but not, like, mothership. You know what I mean? Not some mothership. So uh, she was thicker, though. But complete opposites. You know, I, I ain't discriminating. I ain't hating. But I only seem to date, like, bad bitches. But with that being said, um. Yeah, 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 definitely uh, bump some uglies. Um, Damn, where was I? At the pool hall, this girl, I already knew it. Jump in the car, we're riding back. I tell all the homies, like, yo, man, I ain't gonna lie, man, that girl wants it. They're like, eh, you're fucking stupid. They're like, you're just being Bob Dog. Next thing you know, I'm sitting in the car, I'm like, bro, 
I told y'all, motherfucker, show them, man. Got the frame request. Boom. The frame request already in. You know what I mean? They're like, ah, you're fucking stupid. You're a fool. Whatever. Blah, 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 blah. So from that point, you know what I mean? I ended up just ended up fucking with her. Um, and going from that point ends up, she's actually related to one of my buddies. So I actually had to call him and ask for permission before I fucked with her. Even though the first night, I mean, she wanted it bad. First time I hung out with her, she was all, she, she definitely was all over me, but I, I couldn't even, I didn't, couldn't even oblige or do nothing. I had to get permission. So I had to call her, call her, you know, relative and get permission. And then from that point I moved on forward, started hooking up, you know what I'm saying? Laying it down. She, uh, chilled. And then the next thing I know, man, she was just head over heels, man. She was fully in love. Um, it reminded me of just, you know, it reminded me of my first relationship. This girl was definitely, you know, my, my most recent ex, she was definitely younger than me. She had a genuine happiness that is irreplaceable. I mean, you, it's hard to find. Maybe it is replaceable. I don't fucking know, but I've, I've been trying to replace it and I, I have failed. I failed miserably, um, which is why we're in this situation. Needless to say, I'm a piece of shit, but you know, everybody already knows that if you didn't smell me by now, I mean, shit, it ain't hard to tell. Um, yeah, so we started hooking up, man. In the beginning, I was kind of, you know, I, I had I had a little foolery, a little side chicks and shit, just because I wasn't, you know, I was just coming out of a relationship a couple months before, and she was fully, she she wanted to add me in a relationship within, like, a week on fucking Facebook, if I remember. I don't, I don't remember exactly, but it was fast, and it, I, she did, she jumped into it faster than me. She definitely caught me talking with some other fucking chicks, but, you know, nothing on some stupid shit like I was smashing, but definitely talking with other girls, and, um, you know, she definitely brought it to my attention, like, yo, what the fuck's this? And I was like, oh, we've coming from this day before. I'm just letting you know that I wasn't, you know, I wasn't fully committed. I wasn't shit. I'm still, you know, dabbling my toes in some water. But uh, if you're down to move forward, I'm down to move forward. And this shit will stop right now. So she did give me the opportunity. And we left that in the past. And she ain't never accused me of no girl ever since, except for my baby mom when I flew up to Washington on some other shit. But baby mom on some other shit, trying to fuck some shit up. Now I hope I hope that you know my ex at this point understands and can see through my baby mama's bullshit. But um, man, that was that was that was a tough one. But for the most part, you know what I mean. The, the cheating shit was aside. I haven't fucked with no bitches. I don't even have no bitches around like that. Um, it's not hard to do. I'm definitely like I said. I'm an outgoing person. I love people. I'm you know I love socializing, and uh, I love challenges. I I love them. So if there's a girl, I'm going to start with the hottest one, the most challenging one, see if I can get it. If I can't get it, I'll go to the next one. By the end of it, fuck, I didn't get any of them. Give me 20 minutes, let them get some more drinks in. I'll get some more lines, and I'll try again. You know what I mean? Bob Dog, let's go. But with that being said, um, yeah, I'm definitely a fool. I accept failures, and that's part of my life. My whole life has been a failure. That's why my ex already knows now. It just took her some years to learn it. Um, yeah, ex. Now, now my ex, fuck, man, we... Good times, good times, but she's just been miserable, man. I ain't even gonna lie. Like I'm, I'm very happy when I wake up in the morning. I'm always turned up, and uh, for years she's been miserable. She finished her haircutting school. She started cutting hair. She was cutting children's hair. I remember she was unhappy a lot, and we thought maybe that was the reason. So she ended up switching careers. Shit, man, she's more unhappy now, at least with us, and. Um, just unhappy, unhappy. You know, we kept trying to make adjustments. I guess I didn't make the right adjustments. Um, we definitely, you know, got a place, had a place over our head for years that, you know, I definitely, I paid for. She helped me a little bit on rent here and there, but fuck that shit. I paid all this motherfucker. She might have paid a month, maybe if you combine it all. But she definitely did groceries, utilities, things like that. But she definitely did her part. But with that being said, I don't have a vehicle running at this point. I ain't got nothing but piece of shits in front and she got like a 2,000-something right around nice as a motherfucker. You know what I mean? Paid off her lawyers from all her DUI, and she made out pretty well if you look at it financially on this whole thing because she got a nice little joyride. But with that being said, she she provided a lot. She was an awesome uh, partner when she was here, um, awesome mom. Going forward, I do believe that she'll be a good mom. So moving, it, it's all worth it. Um, I have an amazing daughter with her, and she, I don't think she'll keep my daughter from me on some stupid shit. But, you know, you know, shit changes fast, especially when they get in their relationship. But I do miss that girl, man. I ain't going to lie. Um, with that being said, I miss her being happy. I don't miss the miserable her. Um, it was fucking miserable, and she, it, was, it was just miserable, man. If If I could just, I wish I could make her happy. But with that being said, I really, really tried in the end to... I, 
really tried. I really tried my best. It's just my best wasn't enough. And that's okay because, like I said, failure is my typical result. Um, With that being said, yeah. So, yeah, the most recent one, shit wasn't going good. Can't lie. But we have a third birthday party for my daughter. We're over there, and I'm talking religion with uh, grandma, you know, her grandma. We're talking religion, just chopping it up. And then all of a sudden, her fucking baboon of a brother, this fucking guy. Fucking guy's about my age, lived at mom his whole fucking life, doesn't have fucking shit. I think he worked at Papa John's for the last fucking eight years off and on. Um, He's going to fucking school again or some shit. I don't know. This fucking Loposaurus. I don't know this fucking guy. But I actually do know the guy because I used to sell him drugs like 15 years back. So I actually knew him before her, which is, you know what I mean? But it wasn't like a friendship. It was more like, I'll sell you drugs because you're a junkie and... I don't do drugs. So it was, you know, I mean, it was, you can call it a friend, but at the same time, it was, I don't give a fuck about this guy. But with that being said, I'm mean, I'm just talking religion and how, you know, just talking. It probably shouldn't, but grandma, me and grandma always have some knowledgeable conversations. This dude comes across and he, I don't like this conversation. It's making me mad. Oh, no, no. First he said, uh, he had input about, uh, well, the earth used to be one. And he's talking about Pangea. And I was like, oh, you're talking about that shit like millions of years ago. He, <laughs> He don't fucking know what the fuck he's talking about, right? So it automatically just feels fucking stupid, right? So he's, because the timelines didn't match up with, he's talking about Jesus and Noah's Ark, and he's talking about Pangea. I'm like, you're on some total different fucking, I don't know if Pangea is the exact word, but when all the planet was here, I'm like, you're on a whole different fucking time scale. But with that being said, uh, he just slapped the table. This made me mad. And I'm like, I'm going to leave. You know what I mean? So I started leaving. Asked my lady for the keys. I'm like, can I get the keys? She, no. Like, that's what she told me. No. Like, what the fuck, man? So I go out front, and I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting. You know what I mean? Out front, just waiting. She's, her brother pops out, and he's got something else to say. Da, 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 blah, blah, blah. But now my, he said, hey, you don't have to leave. You don't have to leave. The whole time I was inside, now I go outside, and he comes out. You better not take it out on her. Da, 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 da. He's got something else to say. And at some point, I just said, is that a threat, man? Are you threatening me? Like, are you threatening me, dude? Because I will beat the fuck out of this guy. He knows it, too. Mind you, he had been drinking. It was nighttime now. And he'd been drinking all day. Mind you, this guy knows that I will bust his fucking face into the back of his fucking skull. And, I've, you know, I want to, especially now. I want to. I will demolish this fucking individual. I will choke the life out of his face. But um, with that being said, um, man, yeah, this dude, he popped off. Like, he just literally... Soon as I, as soon as my tone changed, like, are you fucking threatening me, bitch? That's what I said. Are you fucking threatening me, bitch? I, if I can quote it word for word, that's when his mom jumped out and she jumped in the middle, you know, and da da da. And so at some point, I was just like, "Give me the keys, dude! Like, I need to go." And baby mom, like, no, still just yelling at me, no, da da. And then she just yelled at me, "Why don't you take a fucking Uber?" Bitch knows I'm overdrawn, man. She knows I can't do nothing. Like, I'm fucking overdrafted on my fucking account. Rent just came out. I didn't make that. She don't fucking help on fucking shit because she got her fucking shit all tied up in her fucking car and all this bullshit. Uh, So, my account's overdrafted. I can't do shit, man. So, I just start jogging. I just laid. I had some shit in my hands, some Pokemon cards and shit that I, I was gifted from fucking Christmas or something fucking six months later, which I truly appreciate and 100% still have actually to this day because it got delivered to me. But, um, yeah, it was, I truly appreciate that. But I did, I set it down and I just started jogging, man. You're not going to have me in that situation. I'm about to, I'm about to bust somebody. Nobody's going to threaten me like that. Like either I'm going to bust somebody's face. This is my daughter's third birthday party. Like, I'm just going to go ahead and leave this situation. Now I'll be honest as a partner, man, I really thought she was going to come through for me and come pick me up. You know, I didn't think I'd make it too far. I thought she'd just get the kids together, come pick me up. We ride home. That shit never happened, man. I ran 15 miles that day before my calves cramped up so bad I couldn't, could no longer run. Um, I almost got eaten by some coyotes on some crazy shit. probably told you all before, but I probably didn't tell you all why. But, yeah, so basically I just, I just took off jogging, man. I'm not going to have myself in that predicament. Nobody controls me. I'm not trying to control anybody else. If anybody else ever wants to leave me, I will give them everything. I'll give them the shirt off my back. I'll give you my keys. I'll give you anything I have if anybody ever wants to leave a situation. But I'm not that type of person. I don't need control over anybody and i'm not relinquishing control to anybody you know what i mean i'll sock you in your fucking face if you disrespect me but with that being said i try my best not to disrespect anybody you know what i mean if i owe you something even if i don't feel i owe you something if you think i owe you something i'll, I'll give it to you um i love people with that being said i do know my debts and i do take care of them i don't like debts i can count down my debts credit wise i think i'm under a thousand dollars just right around there so that feels fucking good um 
but yeah, third relationship. That's how that shit ended right then. Um, kept jogging. She didn't pick me up, man. I had to call a buddy. My buddy came, picked me up, went back to go pick up, you know, I asked for house keys and my son, cause my son was there. My son doesn't belong to her. So I know he's good. He's good. He's chilling with his little homie and shit. They ain't doing nothing. My son, but, um, so at that point, you know, I didn't feel like my son was in danger. So I leave. Homie comes back. We go down to pick up my son. Now, we pull up, and my lady's like, you can't get the house keys. Like, I need them. Blah, blah, blah. You can break in. That's what she tells me. I'm like, okay, whatever. So I, we pull around, and I'm like, I'm picking up my son because I'm not going to have a ride the next day. Like I said, I don't have a car, so I don't have another fucking option. So I pull up to get my son now. It, it, granted, it's fucking late. I don't know what time it is. Maybe 1 in the morning, maybe 10 at night. I don't fucking remember because I was walking so fucking far. And I was jogging too. Fuck that walking shit. I was running like a motherfucker because there were cars and I was on a canyon that only has one road and that motherfucker fucked me up. But with that being said, um, yeah, man, basically I went back to go pick up my son. And as I go back, I text her like I'm coming to pick up my son, let him out. And then I pull up, her mom comes out, her mom comes out and tries to hand me something. I'm like, what are you trying to hand me? She was like, the keys, you don't fucking want them? I was like, she told me I couldn't hand them, have them. And she was like, that's because you're acting like a piece of shit. And I was just like, this bitch, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, take her, before you ever point a finger at somebody, folks, please, please be willing to look in the motherfucking mirror, at least to be willing to apologize for the child that you failed to raise or are failing to raise each and every motherfucking day. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, no apologies or anything. Just one, call me a piece of shit. You know what I mean? But that's a piece of shit when you, you we know piece of shits are a piece of shit and you don't expect anything less from them. So with that being said, it was just like, what? like I literally laughed at it when she said that. I literally just laughed like the fuck I'm here to get my son. And she was like, I was like, where's my son? I'm here to get my son. Keep the fucking keys. But I, I said it respectfully. Like, I don't, I don't, I was like, I don't need the keys. I was like, I'll take them. I definitely need them, but um, I'm not here for the keys. I just want my son. And I was like, is she not letting him out? She was like, maybe not because it's too late. And I was like, that's kidnapping. That's my son. So she went inside. Um, I'm not sure exactly. My son texts me like, she's not letting me out. Talking about my baby, you know, my baby mama. I'm like, oh, these motherfuckers, man. I'm about to go get my A. I ain't got to call nobody. You know what I mean? I'm about, I'm, we, we, you ain't keeping my son from me. You know what I mean? That's on some crazy shit that anybody would even think that. So eventually I just text him like, Dude, she's not your mom. Like, just get out that motherfucker. He's 13 now. He can, ain't nobody stopping him in there. So eventually he does, he, he gets out and she opens the door and he walks out and she's just standing there looking at me. Like, I didn't, like, this shit is on me. So we ride away. What I do, I avoided conflict. I did everything that, like, I would be proud if my son did it, you know, just avoided conflict. What I wanted to do, I wanted to smash his fucking face. The dude's a fat piece of fucking lot, piece of shit. And you don't have no respect for him. You know what I mean? Never has, never will. He just, and, I really wanted to smash him, but it's my daughter's birthday. Um, that's that's going to be a memory for everybody, and it's not my place to do it. You know what I mean? I'm I'm, I'm in their, their place. I'm in his mama's place, but, I mean, that's where he lives and will probably live the rest of his fucking life. Fucking raise their family with, like, four kids running around that motherfucker. They don't have more than half the fucking room. It's fucking madness. But with that being said, um, oh, man. Oh, man. So, yeah, shit just hit the fan. You know what I mean? She didn't show up. She definitely let me walk. Didn't give a fuck. Didn't talk to me the next day either. Um, Didn't give a fuck for multiple days. And that's how that went. So this weekend she came by. And uh, I don't know, man. I'm fucking confused because, you know, when we during the weekend she does come by. And we would just have the most awesome weekends, man. I'm not going to lie because she would just come over. I'd just spend all the time with the kids. She can go and she goes in the room, makes cups and does whatever she does with her thing. She does her own thing. And I just spend time with the kids, but come nighttime, you know, when it's adult time, it's going down with that being said, you know, it was fun and all, but, uh, yeah, that shit. As soon as Mondays come, that shit right back to, she's just out at her mama's house. And, you know, I've already been through this shit before, man. I'm not going to sit around until she finds somebody else. I'm not going to be the fool at the fucking pool hall standing next to her when she finds somebody else. Like, that's not me. Um, with that being said, man, that shit was, it was, it was hard, man. Cause you know, we, we communicate and she always tells me how I fail to communicate and this, this and that. And she tells me, Hey, I'm going to go somewhere on Sunday, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, do you mind watching the baby? I'm like, no, I'll watch the baby anytime. Like, I was hoping to have him this weekend anyway. So she comes over. She spends the night Friday. You know, we have an awesome night, day, but more so night because we were working all day. Um, Saturday comes. 
spent an amazing day with the kids and everything. I mean, it was awesome. It was, it was perfect, really. I mean, we could have gone somewhere else and relocated and made it, you know, different. But for what I had, I just had my two kids running around playing hide-and-go-seek. The lady's out doing whatever makes her happy. You know, she's in the other room doing what makes her happy. And I'm just watching them, playing with them, and enjoying life, right? So I'm doing my thing. They're doing their thing. Everybody, Everything's cutting joy. The next day, it comes around Sunday. Um, and she, you know, she has something to do. She still, she, she's not telling me what she has to do and I'm not going to, I'm not going to ask her. It's her business. You know what I mean? I know all that shit, but I, she knows, like is looking at, she knows. And she says that she actually told me that she didn't even think about telling me like she didn't even think about it. So that's kind of fucked up, but she definitely makes sure not to tell me, you know, what she was doing. And then as she left, she actually went back and texted me like, Hey, I'm actually getting a tattoo, blah, 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 blah. And man, that shit hit deep. You know what I mean? Cause like I'm, I'm over here struggling. I can't even pay my rent, man. Like I literally, it just really, it, it sucked. It sucked in all the sense that like, you know, I'm struggling and you know, she's out and she's doing her thing, but like it just really sucked that like, that's the type of teammate that I had. And I felt it the whole fucking time, like the mismanagement of money and everything. And it's like, dude, you're living at your fucking mom's house. Now this should motivate you more than ever to fucking save your money, to get the fuck out of there. You look at your fucking, look look around, look at your surroundings, dude. Like, this is fucking nuts. Every time I look at it, that situation, I'm like, this is fucking wild, dude. Like, motherfucker is 30-year-old, ain't never done fucking shit. Like, almost 40, ain't done shit. We work at Papa John's. Like, it's fucking wild. But with that being said, he did have a warehouse job and got fired from that. Um, but that's not saying much, you know what I mean? Um, I it's hard for me to get fired from a warehouse job, but I do love my job. I'm completely thankful. We had a, one of the main, main managers get fired today. That was wild. Um, but yeah, the now X, I guess she, she told me just, I'm going to go get a tattoo. Um, I know how you'd feel about it and I didn't want to fight you on. I didn't want to hear, you know, I didn't want to deal with you basically. So I just didn't say, you know, I'm just letting you know now. And that's how she did it. And, uh, you know, I I did say something just like it's it's fucked. You know, the way that you communicated this is completely fucked. It's not fucking cool. Like it'll just be a permanent reminder. I don't want want to look at you. You know what I mean? Like this shit's disgusting to me. Like we had our best days, and there's no fucking memory for that. But as soon as we have something rough, you want to go get a fucking memory. But it's uh, I get it. I get it. Um, I've watched all the hoes do it, and I I mean that in I mean a hoest way possible. Just I mean that just because that's what most girls would do. And you go get a new tattoo instead of just being motivated to be like, you know, I need to invest in myself, better my situation, do my thing. But I have nothing to speak on because that's just my opinion. Um, like, like I said, it's hard. She's never been around an independent woman in her whole life, I don't believe. Everybody around her is just super, like, you know, even her mom has her mom. And it's just family, family, just everybody's there. And there's no sense of independence at all. You know, it's just family lives with family, like, generational. And it's very weird. Nothing against it, but... Nobody's achieving anything. They literally live off of like one person's salary and it's fucking wild. They get a little disability here and there, but it's fucking sad. Um, it's, it's just different than the way I grew up. When we were 18, we were fucking out of the house. We didn't have a choice. We were going to be grinding. You know what I mean? And that's what how we lived. Unfortunately, I didn't make it till I was 18. But with that being said, yeah, it basically, you know, all came to an end. And uh, all that I can really say is what I've learned is that I I accomplished something that I didn't really realize, and I, I don't think that I, and maybe I did, but I don't think that I uh, ever lost my ex's trust. I think she trusts me when I say something for the most part. And um, I know she says, you know, what would change, what would change, and she asked me things like that, but I think as far as, like, the cheating thing or things like that, I don't think she really questioned me about it. She definitely understands when I'm at work, it's all professional as fuck, so I'm not meeting anybody at work, and my home life is all about my kids and family. Um, that's going to be changing with my son moving at the end of the the month. And uh, I'll be here alone with fucking big-ass bedrooms everywhere and nothing to do inside of them. So we'll see what happens from there. We'll see what Bob Dog turns into. But, uh, yeah, folks, I just wanted to at least express my failures just because that's basically all they are. Um, I ended up with two awesome kids, uh, some cool memories. And, uh, you know, I guess when you're going through shit, it's hard to say that it was worth it. But I, definitely my... My first relationship, that one was a lot of pain, man. A lot of pain. My kid got taken to CPS, and I think that my kid suffered more than that passion. You know, the good was ever worse, so that one probably wasn't worth it. That one hurts. 
Second one, that one, we didn't, we never had a kid. Um, it was a lot of fun. What happened happened. Didn't affect me. It affected, you know, one guy, but and that, I mean, that one, I don't really regret too much. I learned so much and, you know, came away with so much. And this one, this one, I just feel like a fucking fool. Um, I probably shouldn't have given so much financially. Um, emotionally, I, I gave all that I have. It just, it just wasn't enough. You know, I know she always wanted more, wanted more, but I'm a heartless motherfucker, man. I've definitely spent my whole, you know, childhood, like I told you, I don't have relationships. I'm not a relationship guy. I don't rely on them. Um, I have, you know, all my house is set up to where if she was to leave, I can still, you know, pull it off. It's going to be tough, but I can pull it off. So life is, you know, getting down to a crunch, folks. But I do, you know, I've definitely taken up enough of your time. I do want to thank everybody for listening. I do want to make the point that I am the bad guy in all of these motherfucking situations, I'm sure. Um, uh, I am a piece of shit, so there's no hiding that one. But on that note, I do want to, re- you know, just end it with never above you, period. Never below you, period. Always beside you, period. By Walter Winchell. I hope y'all take something away from it. I don't know what the fuck you're going to take away from it. But, uh, yeah, I could go into more details about the ratchet shit, the days that I pulled off, you know what I mean? The kung fu kicks, the the police stories. There was definitely a lot involved in there, but it was, y'all got the picture, man. So we'll see what comes next. Um, probably some ratchet days. If I had to guess, just cause I definitely don't want no motherfucking relationship. I gave my last one all that I have and it wasn't enough. So I don't even need to disappoint anybody else. Love. Appreciate each and every one of y'all. And, uh, till next time I told y'all motherfuckers, I make more content. Y'all thought I was playing. I'm out. The time has come. You've been listening to the Nipple Whiskers Podcast with your host, Bob Dog. He doesn't like you either. Follow us on social media, subscribe on YouTube, and visit nipplewhiskerspodcast.com for exclusive offers and information on upcoming episodes. This podcast will now self-destruct in three, two, one...